Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another video and also podcast. It depends where you're watching or listening. We're doing this on YouTube. We're also doing it for audio listeners on the podcast as well. It's the F1 World Cup. Oh, yes, we are getting our little time machine and we are... Not only going back in time, but I suppose we're also staying in the present day because some of the drivers are from present day, but some of the drivers are from 1950. And some of them are somewhere in the middle. And joining me to talk about this crazy F1 World Cup that's about to get underway is Tom Bellingham, <laughs> the founder. Hello. Yeah, the England are at the, the Football World Cup. So we're now desperately trying to get England back in the World Cup. So we're doing a new one. <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah the uh the copium is real right now um but yes so we have broken it down into 16 countries and i know for a fact we're live on twitch at the moment wtf1 official if you don't follow us already uh that people are already like why not him instead of him and uh well tough the the field <laughs> is blame me yeah exactly it's uh blame tommy uh but the field is set and i think what better tommy than to to run through who we've got for what team and then we'll run you through the rules of how the races will will unfold. Okay, so we needed 16 countries, of course, um, which is why some of them are, are split the way they are. Um, and what I've done when we were trying to create them, basically, is we split them up into trying to get, obviously, as many world champions in there as possible because it's kind of, you know, the, the, the best drivers from each country. Not every team, uh, you can have a... A world champion so you occasionally have a, a race winner in there as well so the teams uh, and also uh for the bracket which we're going to later we've also seeded uh the teams so this is the order of seeded in terms of most world titles so germany we have michael schumacher and sebastian vettel you'll all know them a lot of world titles there uh, for england we have lewis hamilton and nigel mansell now uh, there's obviously a lot of Drivers we could have picked for for England could have gone with Button, Hill, or whatever. But Nigel Mansell's won the most races um, out of those drivers. So we partnered him with Lewis Hamilton. Brazil, we've got uh, Ayrton Senna and Nelson Piquet Sr. We've got Scotland in there. We've split uh, the UK up so we can have more teams. And uh, Scotland, of course. Not oh, just like uh, the World Cup. In fact, exactly. Right? Uh, Jackie Stewart and Jim Clark. Argentina, uh, we've got Juan Manuel Fangio, a five-time world champion, and Carlos Reutemann, who didn't win a world title but came within one point of winning a world title, so he was almost there. France, we've got Alain Prost, four-time champion, and the most successful French driver after him was Rennie Arnoux. Then we have Australia, uh, where we have Jack Brabham and Alan Jones, so a three-time world champion paired with a single-time world champion. Uh, Austria, uh, Nicky Lauda and Jochen Rint. Italy, uh, Alberto Scari and Farina, who both won their titles in the 50s, so we, of course, know loads about them. Um, <laughs> Finland, uh, Moraria, Ira, Mika Hakkinen and Kimi Raikkonen. Then we have the drivers where we don't have multiple uh, title winners. We've got Spain, Fernando Alonso, and Carlos Sainz. The Netherlands, we've got Verstappen and Verstappen, so Max and Jos. Uh, USA, we have Mario Andretti and Phil Hill. For those wondering, Hill, yes, uh, not Damon Hill, not Graham Hill, but Phil Hill. Canada, we have Villeneuve and Villeneuve, again, father and son team 
New Zealand, we have Denny Hulme and Bruce McLaren. And finally, we have Mexico, Sergio Perez and Rodriguez. I was trying to roll my eyes then. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. Pedro Rodriguez. <laughs> Pedro Rodriguez, those, a race yeah. winner. Uh, the first Mexican race winner. And of course, Sergio Perez, a uh, race winner for Mexico as well. So there we go. Well, there 16. you go then. That is the rundown for the F1 World Cup. Now, to break down the rules and how we thought would be best to assess this, uh, we didn't do it over the course of a whole season because the World Cup is not a whole season. It's knockout. It's ex- it's, it's exciting. Uh, so what we've decided is that all four drivers, so two from each country, will race both in a sprint race and a main race. And the country with the most points wins the match that now that kills me to say match but it is a match up because it's a knockout thing and you the, know the round also worth mentioning it'll be, there'll be a one shot qualifying so a one lap quali to decide the grid and then you have the sprint race and then you have the main race the sprint race will not decide the grid in my opinion right tommy it's going to be yeah be it's just separate yeah, races sprint and then a race yeah yeah so one shot qualifying will determine both grids essentially uh, so how the points are broken up the sprint race First is four points, second is three points, third is two points, and fourth is one point. And the main race, first is ten, uh, 10 points, second is six points, third is four points, and fourth is two points. Now, we're, gonna, we're not going to go into, well, which spec of car are we going to run here, Matt? <clears throat> because that is a little bit um, confusing because, you know, if it's a 1950s, is yeah. going to walk <laughs> this, you know? Uh, so it's just going to be it's more just based hypothetical. on yeah, talent, records, Right, in their prime and stuff, and we'll just we'll just exactly. go for it. Go for it. There's Lovely. no there's no correct answer. It's like the goat debate. So at the end of it, we'll all be cancelled, and um, <laughs> we'll we'll have a World Cup winner. Indeed, winners. someone already has put in the chat Poland because their name <laughs> is literally Kubica is the goat. Is their username on Twitch? I and... would have put that in, but it wouldn't have been fair because Kubica would have just clean sweeped it on his own. So. Yeah, only needed one driver, despite probably needing another one. And, that, and the reason for the points as well that we've given out is that it has to be a, a team effort. This is not just someone winning and the other driver getting fourth and they go through. It has to be a team. Because then it's just a goat debate, isn't it? Exactly. Collective uh, effort. So here we go then. We now move over. If you're live on Twitch, you'll see this wonderful bracket system that we've got going on. So the first round of 16 match we have is Germany versus Mexico. Michael Schumacher and Sebastian Vettel versus Sergio Perez and Pedro Rodriguez. Yeah, this one's not going to go too well, I don't think. Uh, if you're a fan of Mexico, I want them to proceed further than the round of 16. But what, one shot qualifying, Schumi's on pole. Uh, Schum- yeah, I think, yeah, Schumi's on ah, No, actually, I think oh, Vettel, Vettel might get pole. Vettel on pole. Schumi's not a pole, pole Schumi, man, is he? I can't believe, is it 58 poles is all he got in his career? Yeah. Just considering how much he dominated, 58 poles in his career, Schumi. But I, I'll happily allow him to be P2, Vettel P1, Perez third, Rodriguez fourth. 68 poles, sorry. 68, 68 sorry. 68, 68 poles and 91 wins. Yeah, yeah the ratio I knew it was crazy. A, my bad. I'm supposed to be a Schumi fanboy. 68 poles. <laughs> Uh, if anyone have seen that TikTok, you, I, I had, I had uh, memorized it before. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, okay. So I, I think it's going to be a pretty much clean sweep, in my opinion. Um, Vettel, Vettel, Schumacher's second. Uh, I can't. I don't know enough about Rodriguez as a driver. I know he was a as a great driver in his day, and um, was unfortunately. 
um, killed at the age of 31. So he still had a lot of his career left. Um, but I would say, realistically, we're looking at, I think it's a Germany 1-2 in every everything here. Um, in every session, as, yeah. As, well, you know, the, the world titles that they've won, the multiple um, race wins. So, yeah. Do we need um, to go into the results or are we just going to... No, no, I think throw... this one's very much a clean sweep. Uh, yeah. I, I just wanted to say that Shumi won both the sprint and the main race uh, so because copium uh, and, and all that good stuff. So I think it's clear to say that Germany will proceed through to the, uh, the quarterfinal there. Next up, you have Australia versus Finland. So for Australia, we have uh, Brabham and Jones up against Mika Hakkinen and Kimi Raikkonen. Now, this one's a very intriguing one. Uh, uh, yeah. Australia have more titles, but do they have the better Collectively, drivers? Collectively, 26 wins between Brabham and Jones. Uh, and then you look to Finland, uh, and Kimi Raikkonen has 21, Mika Hakkinen 20. So a lot more race wins. For... More races in their era, I guess you could argue yeah. that one. But I think for me, uh, Mika Hakkinen... And Kimi Räikkönen are two of the fastest drivers I've ever seen race. It's uh, yeah, Kimi, Kimi, prime Kimi's taking pole here, and uh, with Hakkinen. I mean, well, I think it'd be those two battling for pole because the speed of those two is just crazy. For me, I don't want to disrespect Jack Brabham's name here. It's difficult. I, I would also maybe argue, and I know I'm not. I'm trying not to disrespect the achievements of you know years and years gone by, but also the competitiveness of motorsport these days. I would argue is so much higher than what it was back then. So for me, I uh, yeah, I'm still gonna stick with. Finland, I've got recency I, I... bias. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend I don't. For me, like being able to get. To the top of Formula One now, in my opinion, is a lot harder because you have to go through so many categories. There's thousands of people doing it. You have to be the peak of, you know, fitness, performance, everything. And that's not to disrespect the uh, the drivers of yesteryear. Do we do a poll? I mean, no. for me, no. We're just going for it, <laughs> Finland. This is only the round of sixteen. We're going to be here a while, otherwise. Yeah, true. Uh, uh, so... uh, for me, that Mika. Uh, Hacken is one of the best drivers I've ever seen, and Prime Kimmy was unbelievable. So, and uh, also we're throwing one shot qualifying into there, right? You know the format. One shot Let's qualifying. Talk about the format. I think those Kimmy two were sticking it. The man the at that in his McLaren days as well. Exactly. Um, and yeah, he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Finland for me. Cool. We'll have some arguments along the way. I'm that's sure. That's fine. But... I'm committed to Finland as well. So uh, that's going to be a very tasty quarterfinal. I can tell you that for free. Next up, USA versus Brazil. So for USA, we have Andretti and Hill, Phil Hill to confirm with that one. And for Brazil, we have Senna and PK. I mean, no, I mean, yeah, Senna, it's, Senna's it's over, winning, isn't it? It's over. Yeah. Senna's winning everything. He's on pole. He's winning the sprint and he's winning the main race. No problems. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Mario Andretti's a legendary driver. And again, one of the drivers that done, done it in so many different categories. But I mean, Senna's, dominating that race phil hill of course is the other um driver for usa um who won he won his world title in a year where his teammate tragically died in a crash who would have won the title um yeah he he still you know he's still a world champion and a, and a good driver but um nelson pk is a 
underrated. Uh, you know, he he won three world titles. It's just a shame. He's a massive beep. <laughs> yeah, twenty three race um, wins, but, but it doesn't make yeah. him any more likable with the no. things he's, so, uh, um, he's said. Brazil are going three. There you go. Tommy's announced it. Brazil through to the quarterfinals. <laughs> and for that next uh, part of or side of the draw, it's Italy, uh, which is Ascari and Farina versus oh, now this is, Spain, oh which is Alonso and Sainz. Now, of course, not every single driver here is a world champion because not every country has fielded two or had two world champions in their history. Uh, but Sainz makes it into the uh, into the bracket. This is basically uh, well, like. Also, why was the reason? Because obviously, Tommy, you fielded these. Uh, some people might be asking, why did you field Farina over Patrese? Because he won a world title. Patrese didn't. Okay. Just um, obviously, because you know, there's still a, there's a difference of one race win between the two. Patrese obviously six over Farina's five. But look, you are mm. the Italian head coach, as <laughs> and and every other uh, nationality head coach. A difficult one because again there will be recency bias. Um, you know you've got two world titles. It's like deciding. Formula One's a unique sport because no other sport is so different over the years. This is like deciding who's a better footballer when uh, they're playing in the World Cup now, or they were playing when football was still combined with rugby in like the 1900s like it's 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 a completely different sport you're you're having to pick between the very start versus two of the the best drivers nowadays um we all know what i'm going to say because alonzo's in there but um (laughs) i i can't i can't possibly comment i know ascari was a legendary driver i don't know enough about farina um ascari was one of the very best. I know he um, won so many races in a row. That's who Vettel got his record from. But Alonso, for me, is one of the best drivers of all time, and I will die on that hill forever. I know you will. I don't think it's as clear-cut as saying Spain cruise through. Uh, Now, this is no disrespect to Carlos Sainz, but he is very much not exactly a decorated uh, athlete at the moment. Of course, he has a, a win under his belt, but he hasn't proved himself like Fernando Alonso has. Ascari in particular obviously kind of proved that he was not only a talented Formula One racer, but also he was doing motorcycle racing, showing that adaptability uh, and, and things like that. So for me, uh, yeah, Alonso would probably wipe the, the the field pretty clean. But I think that second and third position could probably go to Italy, in my opinion. Ascari would get second, I think. Yeah. yeah if you, I mean, again... A theoretical. Look, this is a full fun, Tommy. You don't, it's fine. You yeah, don't, you don't have. Um, it's fine, Tommy. You don't. <laughs> people know this is a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's wild as I well is the says answer. But this is theoretical. Uh, yeah, not yeah. sure. It's tough, but it's Spain for me. Okay, yeah, no, fair enough. Spain, absolutely. Uh, I, I, doesn't. It's not a clean sweep for me, but it, they they probably do progress uh, with the beautiful Alonso uh, popping in some Magic P1s. Alonso. Um, absolutely right. So that's one side of the draw done. We now move over to the second side of the draw, uh, and it's New Zealand versus England. So that's Holm and McLaren versus Hamilton and Mansell. This one's a, an easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy England straight through to the quarterfinal. English bias, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I think they win you both. Know, you've got Hamilton, who is statistically the greatest of all time, and in my opinion, still you know, very much should be in that debate 
with a very, very select few other drivers. Um, and Mansell was very quick on his day as well. 31 wins as well under his belt for, for Nigel. Big Nige. Absolutely. Yeah. English bias. Cool. All right. We've got the English bias <laughs> out the way. We now move on to our next round of 16 match. And it's Austria versus Netherlands. Austria, Lauda and Rint. And Netherlands is Verstappen and Verstappen. It's uh, it's hard for Netherlands, unfortunately, because uh, they haven't really fielded a second. Well, they haven't won with anyone other than Verstappen, uh, which is no quite the statistic. Which means Max Verstappen is going to have to carry Netherlands all His the way through. Dad, yeah, but they're up against Lauda and Jochen Rint, who, well, they have thirty-one wins together. Lauda twenty-five, Rint six. It this this th- this is where we might this is where Tommy might get the cape out and start waving no, around. No, I think you'll be I surprised. Think I think I it's think Austria. Austria goes through. Yeah, uh, you know, even here as the Verstappen fanboy, um, and um, you know, my cape on the wall. It's it's Austria all day long. Think Verstappen, uh, Max. Sorry, so Max Verstappen. If you if you put them like two against two, so the number one drivers against the number two drivers, um. Nicky Lauda and Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen, uh, I think, could go on to be one of the greatest of all time um, if he continues what he's doing now and stays in his prime. But Nicky Lauda, uh, you know, everything he did, uh, you know, winning the titles, winning a title after the accident he had and came back as well. In terms of like you put them in a race, I think Max is an exceptional driver, so it'd be close, but... um, Jochen Rint versus Jos Verstappen isn't a debate, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, Jos Verstappen came into Formula One very young. He was very hyped up, uh, had a very tricky first year against Michael Schumacher, which might as well just kill your career immediately, being t- teammates to Michael Schumacher. Um, and Jochen Rint, you know, won his world title um, actually after uh, he, he passed in uh, a crash at Monza. And he was, I want to say, 28. Um, so he had so much of his career left as well. I think if Jochen Rinn had survived, he's he's there. He's just gone into Lotus. He's won the title um, in his first, you know, one of his first years with Lotus. And he'd have much more of a career, especially in those days. You know, 28 is very young for a driver back in the, uh, in those days. So, um, yeah, uh, Rint would take it easily. So I'm I'm saying that, uh, Austria. Yeah, and obviously when we're looking at the weighting of the points, if Verstappen won both the races, it wouldn't matter and, and Netherlands would go through. But the thing is, I don't think it's a guarantee that Verstappen would win He's both races. Louder, and Lauder no. Lauder is an exceptional talent, as we, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have seen uh, the film about him and, and whatnot. You know, it's he, he. I don't think it's a clean sweep for Verstappen, in my opinion. Um, and no. Jochen Rint was no no slouch either. So, controversially, Austria go through to the quarterfinal. Next up, Argentina versus Canada. Argentina is Fangio and Reutemann. Canada is Villeneuve and Villeneuve. Very difficult to measure this one, as it always is with this beautiful theoretical thing that we've got going on here. (laughs) But for me, it's going to have to be Argentina. Fangio dominated uh, the start of, of Formula One, basically. He uh, carved his name, etched his name into history uh, right at the beginning. 
Uh, and of course, um, you have Carlos Reutemann as well. 12 wins, Fangio 24. He absolutely dominated Formula One back then. And yes, it's difficult to measure, of course, uh, especially when you're up against Jacques Villeneuve, who was, you know, pretty good. Yeah. So was Gilles Villeneuve. I think uh, Canada's, but... a, Canada's a weird one because I'd argue that, you know, a lot of these pairings you have, well, Argentina is a great example. You've got the strong driver who's the world champion and then a weaker driver that didn't win the world title. But a lot of people say that Gilles Villeneuve is actually the better driver than Jack Villeneuve, um, obviously taken too soon and was arguably, you know, one of the the quickest drivers, um, quickest drivers out there. But yeah, I mean, Fangio just dominated everything, didn't he? Yeah. What more could Fangio have done at that time? You know what I mean? Like, mm. Uh, so that's why I think, you know, let's not have recency bias here. Let's let's give Fangio <laughs> the respect he wants. I know a lot of people are questioning as well. I cannot believe Latifi has not been fielded for Canada, but unfortunately um, he he didn't really uh, make the cut. Yeah, so, Gilles, I think Gilles Villeneuve maybe out. even would, dare I say, beat Fangio to pole and then probably... He, I don't think he'd win the win the race. Might win the sprint or something because he, he's just like they were very much a winner. Really or quick, it, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He both was both of uh, them were both of them. To be fair, yeah, you're yeah. Very, you're very true. Whereas Fangio is a more calculated. You know, just got everything he needed to do to win the title, be it um, dominate or step into his teammate's car, um, which was a very odd thing that happened in the fifties where you could just take over your teammate's car uh, when they retired and go. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, sorry, when your car breaks down. Um, God, imagine imagine if Alonso could have done that these days. The amount of world titles he'd have won. <laughs> so I would actually but, back yeah. in this in this matchup that that the the Villeneuve family would win the sprint race one two, but for the main race, obviously longer, they'd both crash out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Argentina yeah. goes through to the quarterfinal. And the final round of 16 is France versus Scotland. France, Prostananu versus Scotland, which is Stuart and Clark. This is a, this is an interesting one. Uh, a lot of old school drivers there. France, they have a... Very weighted one yeah. drive, whereas I think Scotland have two potential, you know, top 10, 15 drivers of all time. Whereas... Mm. Arnoux's probably not in the top 50, if not more. <laughs> I know he won, won a few races, but... Because yeah, that's Scotland. interesting, obviously, because Prost has won 51 races, I think it was. Yeah, which is, four uh, titles. A lot, a, lot of, uh, a lot of history there. Stuart and Clark, Stuart 27, Clark 25 race wins. So that's one more overall than what Prost managed. And I think this is, again, one of those cases where Prost probably wouldn't walk the entire thing, which would then allow for me to think, right, Scotland I think Jim Clark through. could be up, up there anyway. With I think Jim Clark is considered to be one of the best um, of all time uh, in terms of, yeah, again, another person that's career ended um, far too soon when, you know, just as the point where he was sort of dominating. I know that, I looked and I saw one of the records he had. I know, I know it's a little bit skewed because you have drop scores and things, but um, one of Jim Clark's records is that uh, he actually got a hundred percent of the possible championship points in a season, 
1963 and 1965. Yeah, that's Scotland. Scotland all day. Scotland Sorry, go through. Yeah, Scotland go through. Uh, so a big, I suppose, decorated driver in Alain Prost out of the F1 World Cup. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. I myself have had therapy in the past and I 100% recommend it if you just feel like life is weighing you down. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash WTF1. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WTF1. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's incredibly easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Once you've done that, you can add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience, so you can quickly prioritise who you'd like to interview and hire. We all know if you're running a small business, it's incredibly important to finish the year strong with the right team member. And it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash WTF1. That's linkedin.com slash WTF1 to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The first quarterfinal, Germany versus Finland. So just to remind you, it's Michael Schumacher and Sebastian Vettel versus Mika Hakkinen and Kimi Raikkonen. Now, what a quarterfinal that is. This Germany, thank you very much for coming to my um, TED talk. Unbelievable, yeah. It's that is an incredible lineup. You've actually got, I know they weren't directly in competition, you could argue they're friends, but um, Kimi and Vettel obviously race, raced against each other. Um, and then uh, Shumi and Hacken, of course, were, were great rivals, um, as well. Uh, so yeah, a very tasty, uh, tasty lineup, but. And I think, I think as well, it's probably worth mentioning, and again, this is probably recency biased, but in a bad way for Kimi Raikkonen. So a lot of people remember Kimi for the last few years of his Formula Being 1 career, washed, yeah. where he was a bit washed. He was probably just having a booze booze up most weekends, just chilling out, driving an F1 car and getting a paycheck. But Kimi Raikkonen on his day back at McLaren, you know, he was sensational, and he really did take it to Michael Schumacher. Uh, so... I don't think we can disrespect him like that because we're kind of comparing for overall careers, but also taking into account their primes at their prime. Um, yeah. 
But for me, I think Raikkonen maybe it's difficult because uh, Sebastian Vettel. I'm not going to disrespect him either. He's got four world titles, but he made the most of a particular package of car and he beat Mark Webber. It was Webber. just unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> but unbelievable in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And... He made the absolute most of it. But I I, I don't think... Because obviously we're just talking about one sprint race and one main race. And if Kimi Raikkonen rocks up in his prime... He's he's looking good, isn't he? Yeah. And you could argue Hacken as well. But I mean, Shumi... Shumi's winning Shumi's winning the race. Um <laughs> and then I'm just trying to not come across too biased, but yes, Jeremy yeah, is. yeah. No, I think I think if you look at it that yeah, Shumi Shumi beats Hakkonen and Vettel beats Raikkonen. It's very difficult between Vettel and Raikkonen if we're talking prime Raikkonen. Obviously Agreed. they raced against each other uh, anyway. Uh and that wasn't really a, a debate if you look at the recent Kimi Raikkonen that Vettel was clear but um i still think he he does it so yeah. germany germany we now move on to the second quarter final brazil versus spain senna and pk up against alonso and signs now for me look i know you're an alonso fanboy but brazil are winning this out they absolutely are Alonso, I don't think he clean sweeps the likes of Senna and PK in both the sprint and the main race. Signs will finish fourth in both of those races. I'm sorry, Carlos, but it's going to have to be for me Brazil going through to the semi final. No questions asked. Um, hmm. Well, no, I think Alonso clean sweep. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, yeah Senna. Senna's there getting the definitely pole. Definitely sprint race. Probably the win as well. <laughs> um, uh, and then, yeah, Alon- Alonso, I think, is getting second there. Um, but Science is... No, I want to be fair to Science. He's letting the team down. But at the end of the day, he's he's just starting his Formula 1 career. You never know what he might go on to do. Um, but you can't really compare Science to a to two three-time world champions. It's a... It's a no-brainer for me. It's like, yeah, Senna's Senna's winning, Alonso second, PK's third, and then Sainz is not not getting near them. It's going to be Brazil going through to the semi-finals. Now to the other side of the draw, the next quarter-final: England versus Austria. So Hamilton and Mansell versus Lauda and Rint. England are through. Thank you very much. Yes, I think Hamilton. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they are. Um, Mansell, I think is for me, I feel like Mansell maybe lets the team down a little bit then, but then when you mentioned about his number of wins and stuff, maybe, you know, he's a bit underrated. And I think the fact that he won all those races, I know he had a dominant car when he won his title, but, um, you know, he won, he won all those races against the likes of, yeah, Prost, Senna and PK in there in the peak of their careers, which I think is incredibly impressive. So, um, yeah, I think England go through. Got to yeah. make it to one semi-final, haven't we? Hey! hey. Uh, I, mean, I, I do agree. Mansell, you obviously, I mean, anyone going alongside Hamilton is going to look like letting the team down slightly uh, when you've got the records that, that Hamilton has, 103 race wins. Um, but... On the other side, you have to say that Jochen Rint is probably letting the team down as well with uh, with six drivers. Some people might be screaming, where's Gerhard Berger? 
those 10 race wins, he could have... No, neither of them would have really helped the situation against England, in my opinion. No, Rint's better anyway. Like, had more of a, a peak and would have gone on to... I no doubt would have gone on to do amazing things. I think this this would have been a lot... Uh, it's all theoretical, isn't it? But yeah, had Jock and Rint um, lived out a full, a full life, a full Formula 1 career, he might have even had, you know, four or five titles and we'd be sending um sending austria through but um yeah tra- tragically um didn't happen and but yeah i think hamilton uh you know with his seven titles carries a lot of the weight here to put them through does indeed england through to the semi-finals it's coming home and <laughs> finally the quarter last uh, last quarter final is argentina versus scotland fangio and reutemann up against stuart and Clark. Oh, 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 oh. I think it's Scotland, you know. I think I think this Reutemann lets the team down more where where Scotland have two properly good drivers. Mm. Jackie Stewart's got more titles, but I know a lot of people believe that um UK bias, uh, but that believe that you know Jim Clark it's so hard to compare eras, but you look at a lot of top five, top 10 lists and people, you know, they're putting Jim Clark as the the greatest ever. I've, I feel like, um, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure Edson Senna maybe even like, you know, idolized Clark as well and thought he was one of the, the best of all time as well. So, so I think Scotland go through because I think Clark would give Fangio a race for first and then Jackie Stewart's clear of Reutemann not top that's my logic in your book <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I agree I think the Stewart and Clark combination is such a strong one that you're not you're not saying either of them are really the weak link as you say Jim Clark no. very much seen by a lot of people as potentially even the greatest of all time uh of course we don't have the records to be able to compare it directly but it's still 25 wins for him 27 for Jackie Stewart Reutemann yeah, definitely seems like the weak link for Argentina. And also, you then question Fangio, could he could he beat Clark on his on his day? Who knows? But uh, I think a lot of people are leaning more towards Clark winning that. So Scotland make it through to the semi-finals. Yes, Scotland are through to the semis and what a, a, what a semi-final cup. we've got between England and Scotland coming up. But first and foremost, we move uh, to the first semi-final on the left side of the draw. Germany versus Brazil. So Schumacher and Vettel versus Senna and PK. I am backing my boy to the hill here. Michael Schumacher (laughs) is having a clean sweep. It's difficult, right? Because we've broken this down into sprint and main race. And I feel like now that we're in the semifinals, we get into actual first, second, third, fourth. Actual points. And then sprint and main. Okay. Okay, fair. So for one shot qualifying, I am, yeah, we're going to say that Senna's on pole. Definitely Senna pole. We're then probably going to say Vettel. I mean, look, Shimi was no slouch. I know we let Vettel have, have you know, one of the uh, better grid positions, but I feel like Shumi in clutch situations. You yeah. Know what I mean? It's one of those things where, like, are we underrating him because he was so good in, in the races um, and he more sort of, calculated it more for and for also race wins, taking into he? account fuel loads as well remember qualifying yeah used true to take a lot of people account, used to you'd have yano truly putting one liter of fuel into his toyota and sticking yeah. it on pole 
Absolutely cannot tell there's a Michael Schumacher picture behind you. Um, but yeah. Um... <laughs> That's actually Charles Leclerc, mate. The one up there is... The one up there, Schumacher. Yeah, I don't think we can't can see, see it on the stream. But... Um, oh, yeah. I think I think Senna's on pole, and then it's close between Vettel and Schumacher. Maybe Schumacher just gets it. Yeah, Vettel third, PK fourth. Okay. And then we move to the sprint race. So I think... I think Senna would win. Senna the, wins the sprint. I think yeah. Senna would win the sprint. There's not enough time for Schumacher to do one of his masterclass strategies. So, I think it's. I think it is how it kind of ends for qualifying. So Brazil would come out of this with five points, and Germany would come out with this with five points. So it'd be all to play for in the main race. But this is where Schumi comes in clutch, and he beats Senna. In the main race, secures the 10 bag, and Vettel does not finish fourth. I think he still finishes third. Senna finishes second, and then uh, I've done that in a terrible order, but uh, and then PK finishes fourth, unless he fancies a little <laughs> yeah. dive bomb, um, which, you know, he's, he does love a dive bomb, PK. Um, but, it's it's uh, still, it's, yeah, he's still getting the... I think Shumi wins this, which is bringing home the big the big points, isn't it? Shumi's winning, Senna second, Vettel third, PK fourth. Which I believe puts puts Germany through. It does. Germany win the semi final against Brazil. It was close. It was a hard run thing. <laughs> it was Michael Someone... Schumacher that carried the carried the team. The second semi final, England versus Scotland. Yes, Scott fans out there, you are in a semi final and you're up against England. Can you imagine? Uh, the uh, the fans going to that race that would be uh, quite something to to behold. Uh, so of course England Hamilton and Mansell versus Stewart and Clark. Now this one is is an is an intriguing. You see, of course we're breaking it down again. So does Jim Clark take it to Hamilton on his day? Mm, probably does. Um, and ooh. how crucial will Mansell be in this whole conversation here? You did yeah, say earlier, you know, oh, Mansell, you know, maybe he's the weak link, but 31 wins in an era that was so competitive. Do we break it down in terms of uh, the the points again? This is Absolutely. a difficult one. Absolutely. When you're comparing yeah, this is eras, a big, it's, this is a big it's match. difficult, isn't this it? This is a big match, okay. Tommy. We're breaking it down. Let's do it. Like qualifying. Hamilton. Hmm. I mean, Hamilton. Hamilton. Clark, Hamilton. Hamilton. Has... Hamilton how many pole positions he does but does is uh it's weird because i personally don't is it fair to say hamilton's not no he is a quality specialist but then also he's not <laughs> that's because, 103 i know but he's had a very dominant no. car whereas uh, yeah, i think he's, he's better in the cars, races but like he turns up when he obviously has a decent car and just sticks it on pole and says thank you very much and you know, i I don't think we can turn around and say Lewis Hamilton is not a pole, a, like a, a a qualifying specialist. Yeah, um, uh, I guess Bottas was just very good, wasn't he? Uh, at pole and not not a lot else. Sorry, mm-hmm. Bottas. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hamilton or Hamilton or Clark get pole. This is this, this is, is really hard. difficult. Uh, I think I'm just going to commit with a Hamilton pole position, Clark second, and then it's Mansell versus Stewart. Uh, Mansell's quicker in a, a quicker driver, maybe Stuart better in the race. So I reckon. Okay, so Mansell third, Stuart fourth, Stuart fourth. qualifying. We now move to the sprint race. I think Hamilton secures P1. Yeah. Ahead of Clark. Ahead of Mansell. No, I think Mansell gets beaten by Stuart in the race. 
You reckon? Yeah. Ooh, okay. So that's even now. It's even going into the main race. And then it's, would Hamilton beat Clark in the main full race? Hmm. By statistics, you've got to back him. Yeah. It's so, it's so oh, yeah. These are the really difficult ones, aren't they? When you're comparing almost a completely different um, sport. Again, like we said at the start, when we were when we were comparing things like Fangio against even the likes of Jack Villeneuve, you know, it's completely different. Look, it is, it's so finely poised. We're going to put it to... Who wins, to Hamilton chat. or Clark? No, no, and who wins, oh, England we're just or gonna... Scotland? Okay. We who just... wins, okay. England... Scotland. England, Scotland. Here we go. Right, the poll. It's up to it's up to the viewers now. You can't blame us. We have put the poll to chat. Who wins out of England and Scotland? <laughs> and right now, it is. Oh wow! Oh, it was, it it's was changing. So close. Oh, it's oh, changing it's, a lot. 53, 47, 49, 51, 51 49. right now. England are behind. Oh my goodness! Here we go. Me. How long is this poll on for? <laughs> oh. It's fifty-one in England's favour now. That, Tommy, don't oh tell the people that have already haven't voted because it might swing the. We need we need a completely unbiased because they can't see it until they vote. Okay. Oh my god, this is so close. Three, two, one. Okay, the poll is done. There was only ten votes in it, but England beat Scotland. Fifty-two percent of the vote went to England. Wow, that was a close run thing, Tommy. I'm glad we left it up to the viewers on Twitch chat because. Uh, I was finding it difficult, and I'm glad everybody else was finding it difficult as well. Here we go, then. The F1 World Cup is going to be decided in the final between Germany and England. To remind you all, for Germany, Michael Schumacher and Sebastian Vettel. Up against England, which is Lewis Hamilton and Nigel Mansell. Okay, my thoughts first and foremost here, right? You've this got... is this yeah. is this this for me is an easier decision than potentially what England and Scotland were. It's Germany all day long. Germany have won the F1 World Cup <laughs> very much. Like, it has to be. We will put it to Twitch chat. We will ask them to decide fully. But for me, Germany win this one. Michael Schumacher, Sebastian Vettel are much more oh, they are, they're more decorated, and also I think they're a stronger duo than Hamilton and Mansell and if you're a Nigel Mansell fan I'm sorry but I feel like he lets down the team for England Germany win the World Cup Tommy what do you think this is a very interesting one because essentially you've got quite similar drivers I know I know Vettel's won four titles and Mansell's won only the one but Mansell was you know had some stiff competition he finally got into a sort of a championship winning car in that Williams uh, like Vettel, you know, a newly designed car that absolutely dominated um, uh, in the, in the year and made the most of it. So Vettel and Mansell in their primes, I would say, yeah, is, uh, is fairly close-ish. Um, and then Schumacher and Hamilton are essentially the two seven time world champions, the two, um, people that people have the goat debate over and this is this is an unbelievable matchup but i am 
the same as you will go into the points where for me it's germany because without getting cancelled i also think michael schumacher is in terms of the in terms of the best driver i've ever seen michael schumacher is better than lewis hamilton in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> and and I, and I think even though it's really close for me like prime Vettel's better than prime mantle so schumacher was un, unbelievable i mean i think there's well, maybe a bit of a bias from like childhood watching him be the best but yeah yeah it is it is obviously difficult to compare and, and this has been the whole point of this f1 world cup it's a bit of fun but for me not only that, but if we're talking about the GOAT debate as well, as of course, this is a natural conversation to have. Schumacher built teams from the ground up as well. Like when he went to Ferrari, they were dog. Like they were not very good. And he managed to create this absolute well-oiled monster uh, in Ferrari. Now, I'm not saying Hamilton didn't hasn't done the same with Mercedes, but also I don't think there's any coincidence that Shumi uh, left Mercedes and then they got really good. I'm just going to, Hey, look, <laughs> you, you can't, that. you can't confirm it, but I am happily going to die on the hill of Shumi being an absolute machine and, and knows exactly how to make a team work. But that's not what we're debating right now. We're debating a sprint race and a main race. And one should we do the point? Should we do the point just to let's, make sure we're actually backing up our own theory here? Let's break it down right now. So in qualifying one shot, Hamilton's pole. You've only got one okay, sorry, a bit of JLS came out. <laughs> Hamilton on pole, I'll happily accept. Schumacher second, yes. Vettel third. Because, I mean, Shumi is Shumi's turning up. Yeah. All right, Shumi's turning up for the World Cup final. You know what I mean? And yeah. then fourth, uh, unfortunately, is, is Mansell. Now, we move to the sprint race. I, I'm probably going to back Hamilton to convert. Yeah, I'm going to back Hamilton to convert. Shumi... Same I, order. I think it finishes the same order as qualifying. Um, Vettel's obviously not going to try anything on Shumi. Shumi is going to try and catch Ham- Hamilton, but I just don't think it's going to work for that. But then the main race, prime Hamilton and prime Schumacher, rolling the R's right now. Shumi's doing a seven-stop race and winning. <laughs> yeah, he is, isn't he? <laughs> He's doing yeah. a Magnicor. I think Hamilton wins a sprint, but Shumi wins the the main race. He's, he's for me... I've never seen a better race driver than Michael Schumacher in terms of winning a race, whether like you, you joke, but you know, whether it's doing a four stop strategy and you can say that, and again, we have to go into like, Oh, is Ross Braun with him? But Shumi could deliver it, uh, any, any situation. So, um, for me, yeah, Schumacher, Schumacher gets the the dub. Hell Yeah. Go on the Shumi. So that means that for the main race, yeah, we're going to say basically Shumi and Hamilton swap for first and second. Does Mansell beat Vettel in the race? Um, maybe, but it doesn't. Also, it doesn't, doesn't matter. make a difference. It doesn't matter. It means Germany <laughs> would win by two points. Yeah. Um, but okay, we are going to officially crown, and I saw as well that the poll has disappeared, but I think it was about 80%, 80% that yeah. uh, believe that Germany should also win the World Cup. So I am... Still Delighted to announce that Germany have won the F1 World Cup with Schumacher and Vettel. Big round of applause. Well done. 
I think we knew that was coming. Or did we? I think some people may have backed England from the from the get-go. Who knows? But that is 83% it was in the end. So well done to Germany. They've won the World Cup. And um, who will win the real World, World Cup? Maybe Morocco. They're, they're not on this Hopefully. one. That's for sure. Uh, but Tommy, final thoughts from the F1 World Cup. Final thoughts are, I feel like we've almost shown how difficult it is to debate drivers from different eras because oh my word that is one of the most difficult things to decide who is a better driver between someone racing uh essentially around some hay bales uh in an airfield um in a tin can versus you know the most high performance modern formula one cars with all the technology and stuff it's like a completely different sport so um but it was enjoyable, just a bit of fun. And um, yeah, well done when Germany. I mean, they were top seeds. We got the the top seeds in the final, Germany versus England. And yeah, I think um, fair play Germany. That is a strong team. And yeah, most titles in that team as well. And also some people in the chat are saying third place, losers final. Oh, uh, of course, that. that'd be against Brazil versus Scotland. Brazil would win. That's my final thought right there. But either or, thank you everybody uh, for watching and listening, depending if you're on the podcast or uh, on YouTube. Uh, we'll see you very soon for another video. Bye. Bye. Bye.